0: this new video, you will discover the six heart grabbing tactics to make him worry about losing you. Hi, I'm Broderick Boyd. I'm actually the husband of Antia Boyd. And for the last 16 years, I've been helping single men to attract the right woman for them. So I have a unique perspective into what makes the male brain tick, which I'm going to teach you more about in this upcoming video. So make sure to like, comment, and subscribe below for more great content like this. And let's go ahead and dive right in. And so here's the thing. You want to have a man actually miss you. You want to have him fear that he may losing you. This is uh, another form of getting him to come closer. You know, you either lead with pleasure or you lead with the pain. Fear is the pain. Desire is the pleasure. So that's why this is so important to actually have him potentially worrying about, are you going to be with another man? Are you going to leave? Are you doing something else? And so that's what these tactics are really going to help you with today. So let's start with tactic number six which is to use your phone only as an appointment setting device. That's right. Using this device just for setting appointments. So why do I say that? Well, here's the thing. When people are coming from an anxious place, from an insecure place, the tendency is to be, is to want to text, to want to reach out, to want to initiate, to want to get some form of connection. Now, what happens is oftentimes this can come across as either needy, desperate, or that he already has you in the bag. And also it can come across as you taking the masculine role and trying to control things, which is often an illusion because actually when you're initiating, you don't actually have control. He has control because he gets the control if he responds to that or not. He actually has the power in that dynamic. And plus you're in the masculine, so you're naturally going against perhaps your your internal essence. So then it's also creating a a situation where you're reducing your power because you're, you're doing something that's not your natural state, your natural state when you're a confident whole being. Uh, feminine being. So the key here is then to reduce the texting by giving yourself a rule that you're only using your phone For setting up appointments, either appointments to meet in person, which is the ideal. And I know right now it can be tough with quarantines and things. But if you can negotiate, you know, where you both feel safe to get together, that is the best. That's where the best conversations happen. Or if not, to do a Zoom call or a phone call. But try to avoid using text only for logistics, only for setting up appointments and dates and letting him initiate those and you responding and talking about the, um, the date and the time. Now, of course, if he's sending little things, it's okay to occasionally respond with just like a winky face or some short amount of text. But you don't want these long novels on text because that's showing us, again, that you're over invested into the relationship perhaps more than he is. And also, it reduces the urgency to actually meet in person. Because why would he meet you in person if you guys can just keep going back and forth on text all day and have this little virtual relationship that's not a real relationship at all? It's just like phone buddies. So you want to stop being phone buddies and start being phone, um, phones, phone friends, <laughs> friends, not phone friends with benefits. That's not what I was gonna say. Um, something like that. Phone, phone freedom friends. You want to be real friends, not not the phone friends. Okay. Anyways, forget about that. <laughs> so. Um, Yeah, so that's the key is you want to use your phone only as an appointment setting device. Having that rule will help you to avoid the desperation, the urgency, and it'll train you to be more succinct with your text and to be texting less often, which will also cause him to potentially worry about losing you because you might have other things going on. You might be talking to somebody else. So it's going to be a good practice for that. Tactic number five is to reset your boundaries and reset your standards. So often when you start dating a guy, you might be on, you know, your best behavior, you might say. You're your best self. You're presenting this, this queenly energy that he respects and that he admires. But over time, you may start to slowly let things slide. Like he didn't show up on time or he didn't do what he said he was going to do. Or he, um, you know, you started. He's he stopped initiating as much. He stopped investing as much in a relationship as you are. And what can happen is you accept, you can be tempted to accept those things and your standards and your boundaries start slowly going down. And standards and boundaries are really part of the same coin. And I'll explain how that is. So basically, when you set boundaries, when you actually say no to things that don't work for you, when he is um, showing up late, for example, that's a good one, or just just uh, he did something that, that you don't like and you say, no, that doesn't work for me. You're actually raising your standards in that moment because you're saying, I expect this, I deserve this, and you're giving me this, this is what's happening, this is what happened, and I don't accept that. And either this has to go up here, or I'm gone. That's basically what you're saying when you're setting boundaries. And the reason why this is so powerful, because when you're setting boundaries, and when he could sense that you, he knows you're setting new boundaries, and you're raising your standards again, which again, it, it might have they might have been lowered in the past, but now it's about resetting them, putting them high again, sticking to them, and that's going to cause him to worry about losing you because he's going to feel, wow, she seems to be raising her standards. Maybe she has, maybe she feels like she can do better. Maybe she feels like there's some other options out there. Maybe she feels like she's worth more than 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 I thought she was, or that she thought she was. And so he can be start to get a little uh, nervous or insecure potentially because he feels he might be losing you, and you might actually be potentially moving on because why else would you take the have the courage to now set boundaries and set standards that you haven't set before unless you're realizing that there may be some other options out there available for you. So it's really powerful and at the very least it's going to be a benefit to yourself. You raise your self-respect and raise his respect of you and um, most likely again pull him closer because he'll worry that you're going to be moving on soon. Tactic number four is to stop <laughs> nagging and criticizing. Now again when you are Maybe you've gotten to a pattern with a guy that you started dating or you've been in a relationship for a little bit. It's easy to start criticizing your man. It's easy to start nagging at him. And what can happen over time is it can cause him to really um, get frustrated, get annoyed, or even his own self-esteem can start to drop. And so he's going to start potentially thinking at least about looking elsewhere, going to a relationship with another woman who's not doing those things that he can have an enjoyable, loving relationship with. So if you were to stop nagging, criticizing, the paradox is he will start to enjoy himself more with you and he will naturally start to then worry more about the possibility of losing you. So this is just an important tactic because if you're doing these things, it can really sabotage a relationship. And I'm not saying to accept any behavior from a man and you can't ask him to do things or get on his case about things that he hasn't done that he committed to doing in that case you're going to want to have a deeper conversation and really get clear on what you want what he wants how you're feeling how he's feeling what you need what he needs and find a win-win renegotiate to find out how you guys can both be happy how you're getting your needs met and he's getting his needs met but if you're finding yourself having to constantly criticize him and, and egging at him to get him to do something then that, again, is the time to have that deeper conversation. And if it continues after that, you probably just need to look at, is this relationship going to really work for you? Because here's the thing, men generally won't change in a relationship. You know, there's that old saying, men get in a relationship hoping the woman never changes. A woman gets in a relationship hoping he changes a lot. <laughs> you know, so um, that's the that's the hard part about relationships is to look at, is he really someone you you can be with accepting him as he is? And yeah, you can have some negotiation and me and Antia, we constantly, you know, are renegotiating things to make sure we're both happy. But if you can't have those deeper conversations and nothing's changing, it's time to move on. So again, stop nagging, stop criticizing. And he will most likely not start to actually worry about losing you and not be so comfortable in the relationship because he's saying, wow, now I'm actually really wanting to be around her. Tactic number three is to live as if you're single with a catch. So what I mean by this is one of the best ways to get a man to worry about losing you is if you actually start living as if he's already lost you in a lot of ways. And that's where the catch comes in because you don't actually have to leave a man to start living as if you're single. You actually can be in a relationship with him, even a committed relationship or just in the early stages of dating and still use these principles. So what are some ways you would live as you're, as if you're single? Well, Ideally, if you're following a lot of the advice we give in our channel, you're doing things like improving yourself, like making sure you look good, like getting up your level of health and physical fitness, uh, dressing well, dressing sexy, um, having a social life, hanging out with friends, hanging out with family, having a life that you enjoy, um, doing things that fill you up, having perhaps a spiritual practice, having... um, Uh, telling yourself good good thoughts having yourself having practices that you lead yourself through throughout the day throughout the week that fill you up and make you feel whole that is what you should be doing whether you're with a man or not but the problem is once we get into relationship it's so easy to start relaxing and say oh i don't have to do those things anymore oh now i'm set you know there's a statistic somewhere that people after they get married they tend to then within the first six months put on like x amount of pounds like they're adding weight after the marriage because somehow that's the mindset shift that a lot of people have is no now that i'm married i can just let it rip and i can just go back to being my 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 slovenly self i was gonna say so to speak but um yeah so no it's about don't do that and actually take care of yourself Keep improving yourself. What if you can just see see a relationship as your gateway to becoming the best self you can possibly be, the sexiest, most attractive, most amazing version of yourself? So that, again, we talked about this earlier. If, if he's he's going to feel inspired to race to that level of amazingness as well, or mess, or else he's going to be like, "Oh wow, she's pretty, she's pretty amazing. I better step it up." Or maybe uh, maybe another man will come into the picture who's actually a better fit for you, you know, who actually will meet you at that level. If he doesn't, so. You want to be living that way, and that will make him start to worry about missing you. Now, here's the other thing to be aware of. When you start changing, people don't like it generally, because the things they used to do to manipulate you stop working. So you have to expect this as well. When you are starting to actually improve yourself, you're starting to live as if you're single, you're having a social life, you're meeting new people, possibly meeting new men as well. He may not like that, and he may try to do things to try to pull you back down to his level potentially it depends on what kind of your kind of guy you're dating especially if he has you know any narcissistic tendencies or if he's insecure or jealous so you want to watch that and again that'll that this is great because that presents an opportunity to see what kind of man is he is the man is he the kind of man that's going to rise to the occasion or is he the kind of man that's going to try to tear you down and that can give you a great indication to have some deeper conversations with him about that and about what you're wanting if he does start to act, in, out, act out in those ways or to move on potentially. So either way, it can be great to bring those to light. Tactic number two is to invest more into self-improvement. And this is similar to what I said before. But the key with this is to actually take this on as a serious investment that you're making in yourself. That you are going to become amazing woman in all areas so whether it's investment into your improving your career learning some new skills or if it's investment into your health hiring a nutritionist or hiring a personal trainer going to the gym getting your fitness up whether it's investing into a coach to learn better tactics to learn better ways of being with a man Um, you know, such as like we love to coach women on just healing their attachment styles and mastering all these things that 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 can bring them the love that they really want. So whether you're investing investing into a coach or investing into your overall pamperingness of yourself. So getting yourself taken care of with, you know, nails that make you feel good, clothes that make you feel good. Those are the things that will really help raise it. So it's about the actual investment into this and the commitment into it as well. Finally, tactic number one is to leave him wanting more. So what this means is there's generally when you're hanging out with somebody, when you're with somebody, there's generally a peak. There's a peak where the energy goes really high and it drops. Sometimes you'll see this also in a speech. When a speaker is speaking, generally the energy will get really high and at some point there's a peak and it starts to drop. Now the key to maintain this energy and have a man missing you and having him worrying about losing you is actually when you're able to end things right before the peak really drops. So, for example, if you're on a date with a guy and you're having great conversations and then towards the end of the evening, you could tell he's starting to get tired. You're starting to get tired as soon as the energy is just starting to drop a little, you know, as you can tell, it's kind of on the way down. The peak is down. That's a great time to say, OK, great Well, it was great seeing you tonight. I loved hanging out with you. I really appreciate it. And I want to I, I can't wait to, to do it again sometime. And then you can be quiet and let him, you know, hopefully invite you to hang out again. But the idea here is you're ending before it gets to where you're both just kind of low energy, kind of the conversation goes a little quieter. There's more pauses in between. It's getting a little boring. So that way, when you leave, for one, he's going to wonder, wow, that was actually going really well. And she left, you know, I kind of I, I want to hang out a little longer. I wonder if she's, you know, really that interested or I wonder if she's going to, you know, where, where she's going. Is she going to go hang out with another guy? Is she going to do something? So that can make him start to worry about missing or uh, losing you because. You're on your way and you're 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 ending right before the end of that arc. So um you could do it on a date, you could also do it just with a conversation, you know, with a single conversation, with a date, with hanging out over a weekend. Generally, there's that arc you want to follow it and you want to try to do something else, at least get space for yourself before that arc is totally down and you guys are just uh just hanging out and kind of doing nothing, watching TV or whatever, where the energy is totally gone. And that way, he doesn't take you for granted as much. He won't take you for granted, and he's going to actually miss you because people don't fall in love when they're with you. They fall in love when they're away from you thinking about you. So those were the six tactics. Hope this was helpful for you. If you can go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe below to make sure you get more great videos like this, they'll be coming straight to your inbox. That would be amazing also to support the channel. And... We have a free course you can get by clicking over here and a free Magnetize Your Man quiz to help you actually discover what it takes to attract the right man for you. So, hope this was helpful. Take care, and I look forward to talking more on our next video.